Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Here we are for another week, getting deep into November, almost December this year. Insanely has gone back quickly. And uh, what a year it's been. And one of the things I know for sure about this year is that each of us has been pushed to really look within. Each of us has been pushed through just the, uh, the uh, four Mercury retrograde periods that we've had to find ways to uh, live in the um, truth of who we are, to get rid of shit that just doesn't fit anymore and doesn't work, people, situations, feelings, patterns, all of that. And today, I'm going to give you, I'm going to talk to you about a different way of thinking about what's happened to you in the past. I learned this strategy a number of years ago, truly changed my life. And my hope is that you'll really listen and you'll really apply these simple strategies to help you change yours. So let's face it. We've all had shitty experiences in our lives and whether we would openly admit it or not, look, our parents weren't perfect. No parent is. And some parents have been worse than others. And if you look back on your life, I'm not just talking about parents, your previous employers, dating partners, friendships, etc. You know, all, all of us could, without a doubt, blame the shit out of these people for inflicting pain on us. I know I have, and I guarantee you, you have too. We, we can't avoid that because we tend to assign our pain outside of ourselves because in all honesty, we all have shitty behavior. Uh, whether we, we, when we were young, we treated some people poorly, or even as adult, we reacted, uh, defensively, refle uh, reflexively, um, and with malice. So y'all we're both on both sides of the fence, experiencing hurtful stuff and inflicting hurtful stuff. So how do you deal with that? How do you learn to blame effectively? Here's the deal, my dear. If you hold on to your pain and you don't use it, then you give all of these people from your past, including the pain that you are choosing to carry, and I mean you're choosing it. And I know some horrible things have happened to some of the listeners. I know that. And I'm not diminishing the magnitude of the pain that you've been in. What I am is magnifying the opportunity that you have to use your pain to become powerful over your life. That's, that's my goal. In all of my years of working, all of my decades, my goal is to rid the world of pain and suffering, period. It's not rocket science what I'm about to tell you, nor is this something you have not heard of at some point before this. What I'm about to tell y'all is the truth. I spent many years as a very angry young lady in my 30s, angry at how controlling my parents 
were in some respects, all of the things that because they were so controlling that I missed out on as a kid, as a teenager and a young adult in college, because if I defied their authority, they would be hell to pay. And I resented them for a very long time. And I, uh, I lived, I lived my life like with a fuck you attitude. I talk about a chip on my shoulder. Holy shit balls big one. I had both fingers up at the world and I was defensive and I, I just, I, I almost destroyed my relationships with my family and I almost destroyed all of my friendships because I just was so angry. And a lot of my past experiences too, I held the anger of that. And y'all heard me, heard me talk about, uh, those experiences over, uh, over time in this podcast. And if you haven't figured out, I'm a pretty open book because Here's what I know. God has uh, given me these experiences. I can clear up my karmic debt for sure. My soul has agreed to have these experiences so I can uh, ascend and hopefully get closer and closer to heaven and stay there. Uh, And as I've said in my book, my life is all about learning, growing, and teaching what I know. So it wasn't until I learned a really valuable strategy that helped me change my life. And this strategy helped me get out of my woe is me way of thinking and out of my pain. Uh, And now it's my default setting. And in a matter of seconds and minutes, I'm out of pain and into progress. So when I decided that I was ready to stop hurting, and that's the thing I want you to know, you are deciding to continue to hurt. And you may say to me, Janice, you have no idea what I've been through. And I could say to you, you're exactly right. I do not know what you've been through. But here's what I know. We practice pain. And if you're continuing to practice to validate yourself, your anger, your failure, your limitations, your fear, y'all are barking up the wrong tree and nobody else suffers but you. So when I was ready to stop hurting from all the stuff that happened in my life, and I applied this over and over and over again to the circumstances in my life, I was able to go back. And I was able to redefine who I was because of those shitty experiences. My whole life changed. I could redefine myself instead of letting the pain define me as uh, invaluable or or not good enough or uh, unworthy. And this is what I want to talk about with you today, how to stop blaming others and things that have happened to you in your life the wrong way and start blaming all of those things that have happened to you. And it's going to sound odd in the right way and in a helpful way. Again, like, I'm just going to tell you this. It's probably going to be much shorter than some of my other podcasts, but it's going to be to the point because I want you to apply it now. Um, and like I said, all this stuff is going to sound simple, but the key here is to apply it in such a way that you truly believe it. Like you got to be ready to be done with your pain, not just kind of fart around in this. Okay. So applying these strategies, this one strategy of learning how to blame effectively, I'm going to give you the steps. Doesn't mean that you won't, like when you think about things in your past, you won't have frustration. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you won't feel some sort of kind of residual, maybe grief or sadness or uh, melancholy about 
how you were treated, the demise of a relationship, the failure of your parents. You, sh- you deserved better parents, the betrayals in the relationship, right? The losing of whatever it is you felt like you lost. But what it does mean is that you're giving yourself a chance to stop hurting from someone else's ignorance and bad behavior. That's the goal of today. I want you to stop hurting. So y'all, here it is, the secret strategy I learned to change my life. And it's called blaming effectively. Once I was able to clearly define what happened to me in different circumstances, I needed to take it a step or two further. And I have three steps for you today. So if you need to pause this and write this down, fine, do it. You need to listen to this episode again and again and again, do it. First step. Define the experience in factual terms. And you can include some feelings in here, but it's really more factual based. I'll use my example of being bullied in seventh grade. I was was in seventh grade, 12 years old. I was ostracized for six months by every single person in my class. No one talked to me. I was humiliated, embarrassed, made fun of every day. I was taunted brutally every single day for six months. All of a sudden, everything changed. And I carried anger for 20 years after. 20 years after. Against those mean girls that started all that shit. The second step is I had to identify how that served me. It's not enough. I tell people all the time, it's not enough that you you are in pain. We're not meant to, you know... Uh, swim in our shithole of pain. We are not. We are meant to be aware of what's happened, be mindful of how we might have brought that on, contributed to it, called it in, and then we are to find the blessings in the pain. And that is step two, identify the blessing in the pain. So for this bullying experience, I was able to identify several, several which I'm going to share today, but more even beyond that. So this is where you take an honest look at how the pain benefited you. For me, being so brutally bullied created a certainty that I would never gossip about somebody again. After all, that was the behavior that got me. My karma served up on a silver platter. Now, and since then, I'll tell you, since I was 12, I'm known as the vault to everyone. Tell me something and I keep it to myself unless you give me permission to share it. Period. I will never put myself in a position and gossip about somebody else. It will haunt me for the rest of my life, but it taught me to keep my mouth shut and not gossip. Second blessing, I was able to use the experience of being the one persecuted, and I used it with the kids and adults that I worked with. I had an insider's perspective of what it's like to be bullied and its effects. Third blessing, I've developed a more, more patience and compassion for those who are the outliers, those who are, for lack of a better term, the victims, and also for those who bully. We all know that people who bully uh, aren't happy, so they need to put others down or they need to get power. Fourth blessing, I've been able to figure out ways to help people out of their victim mentality in it to strengthen confidence by helping them understand themselves better and the limitations of those who've hurt them with their behavior. You see, these are just a few blessings that one experience brought me, just that one. And I know I could think of a million other ones, 
maybe not a million, probably like three or four more. But those are the predominant ones that came to mind. What's interesting is that the other day, the, the image of the queen bee showed up on my Facebook feed. She was married with two cute children and will never be friends on Facebook. I have no desire to reach out to her. Uh, none. But I looked at her and I was like, God, I'm really not angry at you anymore. Not at God, but I'm not angry at her anymore. And it's not because it was in the past. It's irrelevant about the, the timeline. It was because I'd done the work to stop carrying the pain. She went on to live her own life. She didn't give a shit. I had to do the work myself, and I did. So looking at her did not evoke uh, uh, the pain that little Janice felt when she was 12. Now here's step three. Focus only on the blessings and move forward. This is perhaps the second most important part of the strategy. The first most important part is step two, finding the blessings. So first you find the way in which the pain has made you a better person. Maybe your parents failed you in some way, or you got fired from a job that you were too scared to lose that pushed you into a different direction and into a better professional field. Maybe it opened up opportunities for you that you wouldn't had had either the university's people shoved you out on your ass, right? Maybe that asshole of a guy or girl who dumped you and who caused you terrible, terrible heartbreak that took you, took you a long time to, to get over, maybe this made you more strategic about who you dated. You became more of an expert vetter for, uh, for people that, allow, that you allowed in your heart you just didn't allow anybody in anymore. You had better boundaries. Maybe that friend disappointed you for the last time, was a flake for the last time, was late for the last time, unreliable for the last time, and you decided that you wouldn't have friends who were that way in your life anymore. So you downsized your expectations of others and developed tighter boundaries with your friends, raising your standards for the friendships you had. Whatever the benefit is, find it. And know that there are many more that you could find if you give yourself permission to do it. Now, apply your newfound knowledge to living a better, more productive, and happier life. Now that you have let go of the contempt and anger from these people and experiences, it's really that simple. Hold on to the anger, and you're the only one that suffers. Find the blessings and the pain, and you're the one who rises above others who have yet to find their blessings from their pain. I hope this has helped you. Listen to it again and again and again. Work on finding the blessings. Don't just say that motherfucker who hurt me, you know, yeah. Whatever has caused you pain, even if it's been such a violation that you can't even possibly tell somebody about it, flip it over and find the blessing. Maybe you become more of a fighter in your life for your own happiness Maybe uh, you've developed a product or a program to help other people who've been through what you've been through. Maybe it's allowed you to have a bigger heart and more compassion for yourself and others. There are blessings everywhere in pain. You just got to find them and then live from that place, not from the place of pain. I love you and I send you my love and all sorts of hugs if you're in pain. And I honestly wish you 
a, a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 